Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Center Circle podcast, uh, episode 49. You've got myself, John. I like Keaton in the building. Uh, Terrell will be joining us at some point uh, later. Um, yeah, we've got a few bits to get through today. Um, we're going to be talking about City, you know, as they as they keep rolling through. Uh, I think it's five wins and a bounce now in the Prem and ten in all in all competitions. Um, we've got the Arsenal uh, victory over West Ham today, which that's uh, some fun talking about. Um, Spurs Brighton, which was another big game. Uh, and a Newcastle keeping Forest at bay, amongst other things. So yeah, let's start with Manchester City versus Everton. This match ended two 0 to City. Um, did you did you see much of this game? Yeah, I saw I saw most of it. Um, I didn't expect Everton to lay much of a glove on on Man City beforehand, to be honest. But they they held out pretty well. Um, they weren't creating much but they were just like frustrating Manchester City yeah I agree like Calvert-Lewin had a couple opportunities especially in the first half I don't know what half it was he said that Chippy tried that <laughs> yeah come on bro yeah I think he's, he's still kind of living off was it three seasons ago when he had that little you can, you can call it a purple patch now innit because yeah, yeah he never really replicated granted he's had the injuries yeah and whatnot. but um, yeah like I said, Man City don't look as dangerous as what they can be. Obviously, De Bruyne didn't start this game, which I was slightly annoyed about because he was my captain in fantasy. But it is what it is. But yeah, Nunes, man. Like I know I had, I had some some vim for Vardio the other the other day in terms of I don't think his transfer has really been justified in terms of the price tag. But yeah, Nunes is another one where really. He, he's not really set the world alight. Like, and I know it's hard, like going into Manchester City's midfield is very hard to set the world alight and Where be, did a, they buy be, it a, from? be a standout. Wolves, isn't it? Well, there you go. Yeah, but if you're a baller, you're a baller, isn't it? Like, we we well, bought, we signed Jota from Wolves and he came in. No, this is for like, yeah. it's like, Coming into the Liverpool team is not the same as nah, coming into right, the City. Right, the gap's not let, that big. The gap's not that big. Let's, but, let's be um, yeah, he looked a bit off. I like, I saw, you know, those those graphics with the stats and there was a lot of zeros <laughs> next to his name in terms of like completed passes and duels won and, and things like that. Uh, but yeah, fair play to Everton first half. They've done, they done really well. And the goal that um, Haaland scored, I think like 70th minute, that was their first shot on target, which is very, which is unheard of pretty much. So, yeah, but Man City, like, they just find a way. Yeah, and even the, the lineup, um, again, I, I didn't expect Alvarez to play, but he played Alvarez and Haaland. Obviously, um, uh, Kevin De Bruyne starting on the bench. It just shows the depth, really. Just, it just shows the depth of, of what they've got. We've talked about this a lot. Um, and everyone, like I said, that Haaland, Comes up with two goals. And the machine keeps rolling. I, I still don't understand this um, not as dangerous as, as before. Because the way I look at it is, even with people, like you say, who are not performing well, like Nunes, starting games, mm. Grealish is on the bench, the Brenners on the bench. They are still getting through games. 
keeping clean sheets and dispatching teams. To me, in in a in almost uh, like a in a you know an inverse way, that makes them that makes it to me that they're even more dangerous because the drop off from the regulars, I think, gets smaller every season. It it just, I mean, ten in a row, five wins, ten in a row, with 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 a, I don't want to say a transitional squad, but you know, um, yeah, it's it's ominous, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, like. You say about the clean sheet, they haven't actually kept that many clean sheets mm. this season. I think um, that might have been their first one to like December or something like that. Mm. Grind haven't played many games. But I think even if you go back to the Brentford game, the equaliser wasn't through them carving Brentford open. Like I know they had a lot of the ball, had a lot of chances, yeah. but it was um, Pinnock making a mistake that he, that shouldn't have been made. Like, they're just about to go into half-time. The ball played into the box. He tried to head it out when the keeper should have just been like, leave it, and it goes out for a goal kick. Yeah, but it's still and has it, someone with the quality to finish off that chance. No, it's true, but I'm saying, like, the first instance is not, yeah. wasn't them kind of... It could, it could have been avoided, is what I'm trying mm. to say. Yeah. And I think even going back to Saturday's game, maybe if they're playing against a, a team who have got a little bit more quality, so they're playing like an Arsenal or a Liverpool, they might have been punished if they don't have a shot until the seven, on target until the 70th minute. And I think... We say this a lot, yeah. I know. But I, I know. go back through their results. You know, Newcastle is a better team than, than Everton. They beat Newcastle 3-2. They got there in the end. Um, and you're right, they haven't played that many games, to be fair, since Christmas. Since the Club World Cup final, they've played... They've played Everton. They beat Everton 3-1 on, on the... 27th December. Then you got Sheffield United, Newcastle, Spurs, they beat 1-0, Burnley, Brentford, Everton. So yeah, there's an argument that actually they've not played anyone top half yeah, well, apart from Spurs and Newcastle. But again, well, Spurs and Newcastle. These are these are Yeah, one with the FA Cup in it, man. Let's not. Oh yeah, FA, okay. Yeah, let's yeah, not worry yeah, about okay, that. Okay, fine, fine. Um, but yeah, like I know it's easy to say, oh, they don't look as good, rare, rare, rare. I think the the game against Liverpool will be will be very telling, especially if Liverpool can get. So I think Liverpool got three three league games before they play Man City. Yeah, if Liverpool can get at least seven points out of those games, ideally we want nine. But I think Brentford away is going to be quite tough. If they go into that game with that two point cushion. I think it'll be very interesting how how City play, etc. Are you sure it's that soon? Oh yeah. Yeah, so right. we got yeah tenth of March. Yeah. So we got Brentford, Luton, Nottingham Forest, then Man City. So they've got a man United they got a Manchester Derby the week before. And I know it's not what it used to be, but But yeah. You know. Um I mean they got a game in hand, two points behind Liverpool. I don't know who their game in hand is. It's Brentford. Yeah, it's Brentford because they were meant to play during the World Club Cup, I think it was. Yes. So they're playing Brentford again so that's soon. Tuesday, yeah. the 20th. So a week Tuesday. Not, yeah, yeah, a week Tuesday. They win that game, then everything else equal, they're top of the league. Yeah. So then you really got to take points off them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like we. Obviously, there's other, there's other teams that could, but 
you, you, you got to do your job. So you take points off them or you win, you're back on top for your own merit. You're not yeah. relying on anyone else. Yeah, we hope. Interesting. <coughs> and then the week after City, well, two games after playing you, they've got Arsenal at home. Yeah. So for them, it goes Man United, Champions League game, Liverpool, Brighton, Arsenal. Yeah. And on paper, Villa. That's, that's a... A difficult... Yeah, it's not an easy stretch. Yeah, not so, an easy stretch. And um, Liverpool games at Anfield, so that's yeah. away. Brighton game is away. They're playing Arsenal at home. And Villa at home. Yeah, but I think... Depending on how Arsenal are going into that game, mm. I think it's a very different game than last season. Yeah. Like, I was... Despite how well Arsenal played last season, yeah. I wasn't confident you going to City yeah. and getting a result. Where I'd be more confident you going to see and getting a result. Yeah, this, but they were revenge after the after we beat them in October. Yeah, so revenge. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting, man. And like, it's just like Jack Grealish. It's just weird how he's just kind of been. I want to say he's been phased out, but I don't even know last time he started like a an important game. Like I wouldn't really call the World Club Cup that important. Like they were always going to win that. Well, Pep it's, does this. Like I'm not. I think. The conversation is happening because it's him and he's English and all that. Pep does this. You know, we had seasons where Raheem wouldn't play or Silva wouldn't play, Foden wouldn't play. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then next season, the, the guy plays, the, the player plays every week or becomes important of all, all of a sudden. It's just, it's just life under Pep. You can't, like, it's not a normal club. If you had played as much as Jack played last year in a treble winning season, in mm. any other club, he starts every game. Yeah, season, but yeah, that is true. Right? But Pep doesn't see it like that. Yeah. Pep like, all right, cool. I've got Doku now. I've got other things now. There might be other situations or other dynamics in the team that he needs someone to contribute to slightly differently, etc. And that's just kind of where it is. And you know my view on Jack as well. I, I, I still don't really get it at the elite, elite, elite level. Like at a team that's going to win the Premier Champions League every season. I personally don't see what everyone sees about him being a starter every week. I mean, because he's not exciting in a in a city team. I think when he's at Villa and he could play in that hole, float around, he was the, the guy. Well, remember we had the conversation at Villa and I still wasn't having it. Yeah, I, yeah. I will take but medicine can, over him. But you can see more of like, there's a little, you know, sometimes when you're at a game mm. and there's that one player who picks up the ball who yeah. could do something a bit exciting. And you're mm. like, oh yeah, he might mm. do something. We're at City you're just another one of the man them, innit? Like, you don't stand out. Like, you have the odd good game here and there, but it's nothing to set the world alight, so but to speak. Do you think that says a bit about him? Because Grealish, Grealish himself has said it, some said in interviews, that like, at Villa, everything came through me. Like, he, yeah. what I do like about him off the pitch is that he's, um, he's self-aware enough to just kind yeah, of talk he, out. Yeah, he's, he's very honest. He's very honest. Yeah. So he was like, you know, at Villa, everything came through me. Here, it's different. So, you know, the ball is shared around a lot more. If anything, the player that the ball goes through all the time is is Kevin, uh, the Bruner. Um, so for me, that's where, okay, fine. In those moments, when it's your phase of play to affect the game, are you doing it at the level required, et cetera? And yeah. that's why I think, you know, he's probably, he's, well, another thing as well, people forget how old he is, right? He's not a young player anymore. I'm sure he's 27, 28. Yeah. Um, so he's probably got a little bit more composure and a little bit, more experience in front of goal. But I do think once Doku gets that composure and decision-making, I, I think it's a long day for, 
Yeah, and it, I guess it's more about off the ball because if you're if you're not the guy mm. where everything is going through, you've got to make sure you're in positions to receive the ball to be or do something effective when when you get it. Yeah, and they if like you're to not win the, win the ball back high and early. And yeah, stuff, and if yeah. you're not in those positions to receive the ball, mm. you're not going to get it. And then you just kind of look like you're just floating around in the game, in it. So that could be something that he he might need to to work on. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. We never know what's going on in training and what Doku's showing or not showing or yeah. or whatever else. So yeah, as I said, City march on. Yeah. Um, they got a lot of games in it. Like the minutes will be shared. Like they got Champions League. Yeah, games, exactly. Like, they're still in thing. the FA Cup. That, that is that's the other thing. Free, they're still in free comps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in theory, they could do a trouble again. In theory, as it stands now. Yeah, easily. <laughs> wow. That's mad, isn't it? Like, yes. Even thinking about it. Saying that out loud is a bit crazy. Yeah, because we got we got to think about that Champions League bit, right? Apart from Real, who's a real threat to them? Because it's not like last season, you know, Nap- Napoli were going crazy, yeah. Inter were <laughs> doing bits. So we're like, okay, this could be interesting. Right now, if it's not Real and Jude and all the... The, the the young youths <laughs> at Real. Uh, who's who's got smoke for City? I would say Madrid or Arsenal, just because you've had you've gone close with them. But then I think it depends on how Arsenal navigate. So you've got Porto. Like I think you'll beat Porto. No no problems. Yeah. In the quarterfinals, you could play another English team. So you could like you could buck City in it. So, uh, but it's let me about this. having the experience yeah. to, to get through yeah. that. It's not. It's not like just playing Man City in a Premier League game happens all the time. There's something massive at stake over two games, isn't it? And That's like, the whether, thing. And like not in a not in a like I'm not having a dig, but like Arteta is very emotional, and you can see that translate. Bro, I was to, I was literally about to say the same thing. <laughs> so that I yeah. think if you. <laughs> Without trying to like extrapolate things too big, if you just look at how this team learns, right? So like they go through stuff. Probably they learn emotion. They seem to learn emotionally, like a lot of teams. But yeah. some teams they just get through it. They just they have yeah. enough quality to get through it. They learn emotionally. So I just think with this being their first decent stab at a Champions League campaign as a team. If we back if we back City in a quarters or semis, it'd be interesting to see how they coped with that Champions League night. You know, under the lights, yeah. the music. It's the Champions League. You you know, you guys need to do this to prove yourself. Because they hear all of that stuff. They hear all the chattings. They get all of that stuff. So how they deal with that stuff emotionally, like how Arteta does all this ranting and raving on the sideline. Yeah, all that stuff, and then when the ball falls to Saka or Martinelli or Havertz. Forbid, um, <laughs> you know, have they got a composure to to handle it? So yeah. on but, any yeah, game, yeah. I think back- you 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 or your Real Madrid would be their their threat. Like PSG are just flat. They're always Bayern. I was gonna say of, Bayern, but they're not. It's like a two-two Bayern, isn't it? Like it's not. It's not quite the same, in it? Champions League. Like they, Harry, they're, they're playing the back three with Eric Dyer in it, man. Like, oh, don't do this, bro. Because you ah. like to, no, no. We need to, no, no, We need to talk about this. We we'll talk about this. Keep. Bro. Right, go ahead. Right, go ahead. Bro, you like you like to like you you, you when a player gets in your sights, yeah. <laughs> that's it, bro. That is it. Isaac has specific clubs that he he doesn't like. He puts a target on them. 
You is players. Dan Byrne can't catch a break with you. Jordan Ayu. Now Eric Dyer. Bruv, maybe Thomas Tuchel. This is, this is a Champions League winning manager, you know? Hey, Thomas Tuchel. Yeah. And he beat Pep in the final. This is not a joke, man. Yeah? Nah, Pep. He got Kai Havertz to... Pep lost that final himself. Nah, man. Nah, come on. Thomas Tuchel is a magician. He got Kai Havertz to score Champions League with his goal. <laughs> yeah? I, I know Eric Dyer is playing in that, but I just think there's enough quality and experience there to not rule them out. But for me, Real Madrid are the clear uh, challenges to Man United's, to Man City's yeah. um, current holding of the Champions League. I think it would have to be, it would have to be Bayern next. I think you put Bayern mm. there before Arsenal. Do you think, do you think that Arsenal deal with Bayern calmly tomorrow? I don't think calmly, but I think I think you could. Like, just, just looking... I think we could beat them. Yeah, but... looking at how Bayern have played of late mm. compared to how we have seen Bayern play. Yeah. Granted, like, going into the Champions League, it's a different breed, isn't it? Like, like Sonny. I said, going back to the experience. Bro, Sonny, they've done, they got like, players, bro. they Nabry's got players. done it. Like, Musiela's done it. they got, like, Kane's got, I mean, like, millions of goals. I'm not totally ruling them out. Full but I guess we, and all that. Yeah, just like if we, if the, yeah, well, if we're looking at it today, yeah. I, if there was like a semi, like a semi final between Arsenal and, and Bayern Munich today, yeah. I would say Arsenal were going through. Oh, interesting. Obviously, the quarter finals are going to happen in yeah, yeah. end of March, start yeah, of April. So, so like we'll a see. lot can happen in, yeah, in that yeah, time frame. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, look, they, yeah, you're right. They got, they got a lot of games, but um, I would expect, depending on their path, I expect City to, you know, they've got to be doing at least semis. And I would expect them or Real to be in the final. I don't think they're on the same side of the draw. I'm not entirely sure. That doesn't matter now. Like, the, the draw is not until... So they do the quarterfinals. Yeah. And then they do a semi and final draw. So it doesn't matter where you are. I is mean, it? Yeah. Like so it's just random City draw. and Real could get each other in the semis? Yeah. yeah. Or quarters. Which would, which would yeah, be so. decent. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Moving on, um, Spurs. I was ready to. Uh, I was ready to clown Spurs a little <laughs> bit yesterday when I saw that. When I saw that Brighton went ahead, but um, but they brought it back, man. Brought it back. Johnson scoring a a ninety sixth minute injury time winner. Yeah, good goal as well. Yeah, good goal, good finish. Poor defending though. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and it's interesting for him because. I feel like some of the there's been almost a unanimous verdict on his time at Spurs is like sort of you know lots of energy beats his man etc. But that final product has just been lacking a little bit. Yeah. Um. So for him to come up with a winner like that with his confidence, no well and good. Um. But yeah, Spurs are grinding out the results. Spurs are grinding out the results. It's, you're at home. Don't get me wrong. You should be beating them. Um, and Brighton haven't been fantastic lately. I think, no, you know, haven't. the win the other day, I think they've only had three wins since September or something. Some yeah, their form is, is very, very sketchy. So um, you could argue, you know, this is a game that on the current form and being at home, you know, Ange ball and all that, you know, Spurs <laughs> should be dispatching with, with Brighton. I'm just saying, it, yeah, like the narratives, they're the best ever. So, really. I was having um, a conversation with my... Spurs supporting friend who who you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, on Friday actually. Big up the unnamed Spurs fan. <laughs> and yeah, he'll be listening. To be fair. Yeah. And I said, granted, Angie's doing a job, mm. but he's not doing anything revolutionary. So I don't get 
why there's so much hype around it. I was like, all he's doing is playing a high line. And uh, I was like, out, outside, outside of that, yeah. tell me what Ange's done that we haven't seen before. Wait, wait, wait. So let's just clarify that haven't seen before bit, right? Because he's been celebrated versus the previous two managers. If I remember correctly, it was Marina straight to Conte, wasn't it? Yes. Right, with a little bit of, what's my man? The youth guy they roll out. Oh, uh, Mason. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With Ryan Mason a little bit in between and that. But it's not just a high line, bro. Like, the, the, just the entire premise of how they play is on the front foot, is to attack. That's not what we saw with their previous two managers. We saw back fives. We saw (laughs) sitting deep and playing on the counter. We saw, you know, we saw Harry Kane having to basically play a deep line playmaker to get hold of the ball. This team, we've got, they've got fullbacks that basically, fullbacks or wingbacks that basically play as part of a front, might as well be a front five. Yeah, no. If you're, I, if you're a centre midfielder and an Ange team and you've got the ball uh, in a forward phase, you look to your right, you've got your right back, <laughs> like on the edge of the box. Do you know what I mean? So it's not just a highlight, but I think, I think he definitely has given his players a style of play that allows them to be, again, as I said, on the front foot, a lot more attacking, be braver um, and take the game to teams. And I think after however many years of the previous managers, that was always going to be celebrated. And it's a bit fashionable now. Like, as much as I, I love to agree with, to have anything to agree with, with people like Sam Allardyce and that, yeah, it is fashionable now. If you play, quote-unquote, more progressive foot, when you keep the ball, you try and play through the, through, Progressively from the back, it, it's gonna it's gonna be celebrated more. That's yeah, the yeah, I understand that. And like, I'm not, I'm not like having a dig mm, in it, terms of no, no. Like, I just mean in terms of kind of the, the, me, the media for all around what he's doing. Like, okay. in, ter- in terms of like football and watching it, yeah, yeah like I like I enjoy it. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it's good because everyone, well, everyone should like progressive forward thinking football, yeah. as you said. But it's like, oh, he's come in and he's. He's done this. Okay, fair. but he's a new manager, isn't it? Well, like, he could have come. In, that's the thing. He could have come in and have his ideas. Like, but I think it's because it's Spurs. So recently they've not had that, and maybe for a while they've not had that in a way that has actually meant they might do something with it. Yeah, and and I, I think and that's the ultimately thing. I think that's what's got to happen. They've got to show that this style of football that they're playing can make them get up the rung, which is where they they want to be, where they've kind of been teetering for the last couple of years. They want to be like, right, we can we can dine with the big boys now, isn't it? And it might happen. Um, I think they're I, I would have said up until a few weeks ago, Villa were favourites for that full spot. Mm. But we've seen they've been in a bit of a slump of late. So um, I still think they need a few additions, personally. With Villa? No, Spurs. But Oh um, yeah. They've I got th- a good eleven. Their squad is Yeah, it's, it's, it's shallow. I think the other thing as well is the thing um why people have been a bit excited about Andrew Ball and 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 the way Spurs plays. He's also doing it with some players that were unknown or yeah. weren't as widely known. So you Or know, were kind of cast aside last season. Yeah, exactly. So you've got people like Udogi and Pedro Porro, Van der Ven. These are not people that people, you know, knew of or when they first joined Spurs made anything of a splash. Um, you know, over the last couple of years we've been talking about the Benton Cause, Kulusevskis. Or the usual, and then they bring in someone like Madison. So I think it's also the players that are that are doing yeah. well for them. 
Yeah, um, I think they've got their scouting the story. scouting down right. Yeah, he, like like Vicario. I know Udogi was wasn't signed by um, Ange. No, it was. But he he saw enough in him in preseason to be like, right, I can trust this twenty year old kid mm-hmm. at left back. Um, Poro Van der Ven, I think is a terrific signing. Just in terms, he's basically of, like, like a version of Tokowski that can actually play football. Yeah, like the the pace, like the reading of the game, like yeah, very good. And I think everyone kind of knew what Madison would be able to do. It's just yeah, a case of would he do it at a better club than Leicester, and it just looks comfy for him. Isn't yeah, it? like very. He's probably still a level below if you ask. Very me. comfy, but uh, Brighton had to I'd say under the game, Brighton yeah. had a lot of chances <laughs> yesterday. Like they they so, they squandered. Did you see how Danny Robert was moving? Bro. <laughs> Dinky Wells. Where was he? Where was he? Where we needed him at Arsenal? <laughs> that, that footwork in the box wasn't when happening. When he was younger. Bro, that footwork in the box wasn't happening. The way he chopped that defender. <coughs> and the what? Yeah, listen. Wells is feeling it down there. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. Lenana started as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, becoming a bit of a OAP United team. But it's both ends. They've got, they've got two extreme ends. Yeah, they've got the super young players. In some games, it can start the team. So yeah, you're right. And is is it becoming a bit of a? Is it becoming a bit of a similar story with Brian in terms of not finishing the chances, or is it the the personnel? Because I feel like Pedro has been pretty cl- clinical recently. Yeah, he has been, but he's he's out injured now, so they missed him. But I think I don't know whether it's kind of the pressure that's got to him, but Matoma hasn't delivered kind of half as much as what he was doing last season and yeah. like the question I had was kind of is it does Zerbi kind of getting things wrong or is it just like his players not really delivering could, is it, could it be a combination of both but there's even a third one right people are used to now yeah right? so people will have studied Matoma's game um, I've not watched it closely but it will surprise me if he's getting an element of double team now if people's positioning has changed slightly to, to nullify the dribbling like it just wouldn't that's one thing they always say about the Premier League and that people learn, people do the analysis, they do all that stuff, right? They yeah. do all that stuff. So, so that wouldn't surprise me. But plus he was away for the Asian Cup as well, so not played that much. Um, as to fact, he hasn't had the continued impact yeah, that one I would he would have yeah, shone sure. a bit more, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, but then what do we expect from Brighton, right? But we're judging them against their own good... Yeah, we're judging them against last season, basically, aren't we? Well, yeah, and their own kind of... Uh, yeah, the high bar they've set. But if we look at the table, um, you know, we're Brighton at their ninth for yeah. a team of that spend and... 35 points. And again, it's weird because, like, they win two or three games on the bounce and they could be challenging... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, Man United. Yeah, we've got 14 games <laughs> left. Time's running out, don't get me wrong. But I think if Brighton finish in the top 10, there should be no complaints. Oh, no, no, no. I think there'd be a bit of surprise because of how well they finished the season last season. Yeah. But yeah, like they'd they'd be aiming for top 10. Like top 10, they stay in the premiership. They're financially still stable, et cetera. So I don't think it's a a sniff to complain at a top 10. Yeah, no, I agree. To be honest. But um, yeah, it was a bit unfortunate because the equaliser, um, the Udogi, he, he crossed it in it got blocked on the line, hit the post. No, it wasn't Udogi, sorry. Saw. He went to cross it in. Guy on the line blocked it, hit the post, and it came back to him. And he tapped it in. Quite a good finish. Difficult finish on his left. Yeah. And then the winner, 
was just from Brighton pushing on to try and try and score, which is fair play to them. Yeah, definitely. You're away at Spurs, like 96 minutes. Some people might just be like, right, let's just get the draw. No. Try for the win. And they just got caught on a on a counter, man. Yeah, and it just happened that it went from, I think it went from like Madison to Richarlison to Son <laughs> to Johnson. And yeah. like they're the four, they're the four key players for, for Tottenham, innit? And he and he finished well, like <laughs> yeah. roof of the deck with Vim. You'd think 96 minutes, you might be a bit, mm. he just said, yeah, I'm putting my foot through this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was a good it? goal, man. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, Son's back for them now. They've got no other distractions in the, like, to worry about. So, yeah, that's true. And if I look at their fixtures, um, it's not the scariest. Uh, Wolves at home next week, then Chelsea. Away, which has been postponed because of the League Cup final. Palace at home, they're not going great at the moment. Then Villa away, 10th. That's almost like a little mini, you know, um, rest of the, rest of the, you know, outside of the top four type five yeah. type clash. Um, Villa need to butt their ideas up, but they, they, all this good work's going to go to waste. Then they got Fulham away and then looting at home. So they've got decent running games now. West Ham at home. See what it's the next team they play around them. So you you got you got Spurs. Well, you got Villa uh, early March, and then Newcastle 13th of April. So they probably got you know in that run one, two, three, four, five games where they would expect to be taking maximum points, if not draws. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that Villa game will be will be interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting, very interesting. Brighton, on the other hand. If I look at their fixtures, um, got Sheffield away next week. Those are the games they should be winning. Look at Everton at home, uh, Fulham away, Forest at home, and then Man City at home. So if you're them, you know, obviously they're taking for granted. Sheffield United fighting for their lives, but you're looking three points at, at yeah. Sheffield. Should be beating Everton. Then, That's the beauty of the league, man. Yeah, like, Fulham think... away, tough. Forest at home, they should be beating them. Yeah, you so, think you're going to win a game and then... Depends which Brighton turn up. They're a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team, to be honest. Yep, very much so. A bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team. All right. Um, let's move on to the Fulham game. Fulham 3, Bournemouth 1. Mr. Solanke, what you need to make? This was just about Bournemouth defending yeah. very, very, <laughs> very poorly. <laughs> like the, the first one, uh, Decordoma Reeves scored mm. I, can't remember, I can't remember who the defender was but he just went to control it and then like lost his foot in and then he just like Decordoma Reeves just nicked in and, and scored and the the second one um, Muna the ball got crossed in there was a defender there and it's like he didn't want to defend it so Muna just came in and oh, yeah it's poor yeah Muna's got like two yeah two kind of Silly goals, to be honest. Um, and again, Bournemouth, they've been better of late. Uh, I will say that, but they've lost lost three of their last five and two draws. But it, it felt like they were getting in a bit of momentum. Solanke was scoring. But they're, they're not that far away from... They could get dragged back into this relegation conversation. Yeah. You know? I think they was in a good run of form up until they played Liverpool. And then yeah. they struggled a bit. But, um, but Fulham... Yeah, they're marching on one point above Bournemouth, so it's important for them. Two wins, two draws, and a loss in the last in the last five. So, so 
Yeah, that was an important win for them. I, I don't know. What's a good season for Fulham? What's a... You know, they're missing... Obviously, they're missing... Bassi, they're missing... Uh, um, Mitrovic. Huh? No. Uh, I can't believe I forgot his name. It won't be. Um, oh, yes. Obviously, course, yeah. he's, he's obviously playing today in the AFCON final. Um, so... I would say they're probably they're key players for them at this point, but they should have they should have more than enough. But Bournemouth have a game in hand. Um, they they played one more game than a lot of the teams around them. So, what, what is a good season for Fulham? So I think they're in that that fourteenth to ninth kind of bracket. Yeah, yeah. Like, wouldn't really expect them to get dragged into the relegation zone, mm. but you wouldn't really expect them to be challenging for like a mm. conference league space. So I think if they fall within there, then that's good. And it's weird, like you say, those kind of teams should always look for like a good cup run. So obviously they got to the semi-final, the League Cup, so mm. they they were trying quite like other than kind of few <laughs> dodgy decisions, decision-making against Liverpool in the first leg in the semi-final, they might have been in a better position. So yeah, I think though, yeah, those kind of teams, like good cup run and just not be worried about relegation, that's, that's good enough for them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would I say agree. until you until something happens where they start breaking in. So like Brighton have had that trigger point. <coughs> so making West the right Ham, signings. West Ham have had that trigger point. The right youth players come through or you get a buyout or something. Yeah. yeah. And this is it like as, as good as William is and has been. He's 33, 34, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like is that the kind of player you want to be relying on? Um, their left back Robertson, I think he's really good. Mm. Um, they've been talking about Liverpool wanting to sign him and other He's, other Champions League teams looking at him. What do you expect he's not looking to? I don't know, you know. I don't think so. I think, you know... If, He's no, good, but we're talking about I was, trying to win the league at Champions League I was, every year. I was saying he could come in and work well under Klopp, but Klopp ain't... Well, <laughs> like, we've seen the oh, whole Klopp. Oh, to get used to the idea. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. Because, like, we've seen, like, players come in who aren't, aren't stellar come to Liverpool and kind of just fit in and do quite fair, well. Fair. So... But that was... But well, I think the thing with when Klopp got there was he was coming in to get you to where you needed to go. Yeah. But now signing players when you're there, I think is different. Oh, you've got... Yeah, you've got to be I don't there, think yeah. you can sign Andy Robertson now. I'm not sure if you can do that. Because... Maybe, maybe one in it. Like, you could... Because... Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the player Andy Robertson is now... Yeah. To bring someone in to now be the understudy or play when he can't play, that's not the Andy Robertson you bought from Hull yeah, wherever yeah, you went yeah, from. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think I think the goalposts have moved slightly. And you see that with other players you bought, like again, look at Harvey Elliott, good young talent. If that was at the earlier cycles of Liverpool, he probably is of a higher level within that pool of yeah. players. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. But when you're coming into this Liverpool that is expected to Go well, that has been pushing Man City. You know, get yeah, up with the, the level's got to be there straight yeah, away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, so, hundred percent. So, but yeah, yeah, I think Fulham. Uh, they could. I don't know. Like I'll say, they could break into that kind of ninth to seventh, sixth. But every like you've got to get all the ingredients right in it with a club like that and at that and at that level. Everything's got to fall in. Yeah, everything's got to be perfect. And yeah, is Marco Silva that? That guy, like this is his third bite of the cherry in the champion in the Premier League, isn't it? So mm. I think he's a good manager. I think he's shown that at various clubs. I can't remember what happened at Everton with uh, a 
Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Was he the manager before? Oh, yeah, because he, no, he went to Watford, didn't it? He was yeah. done well at Watford. Yeah. And then he went to Everton. Like, everyone, it just seemed like there was a step too, too far. far. Yeah. But then we just know Everton being. And wasn't Ancelotti the next manager? Possibly. Yeah. Okay. A bit. So, yeah, no. I, and I always wonder with managers <laughs> like him, like, if he, if he went somewhere, I'm not saying Fulham isn't a well run club, but if they just run with slightly different resources, et cetera, et cetera. What someone like Silva, Silva could do. Um, but, but yeah. What do you think about the Dominic Solanke calls for England? Yeah, I think it, I think it's totally justified. Like we're not, we're not blessed with millions of prolific English strikers. Yeah. Currently. Like if we, if you spun it back 25 years, mm. Players like Solanke, Watkins, and who else? Who else is on the fringe? The Newcastle guy, Wilson. They what? wouldn't. So I was saying, compared to oh, strikers, Callum Wilson, yeah, yeah, compared to the strikers, caliber strikers we had twenty odd years ago, these guys wouldn't be getting a sniff yeah. compared to like the Robbie Fowlers, the Ian Wrights, the Michael Owens, and that. So the quality's dropped massively. We've got to work with what we got. You got Kane. Let's say Kane is ten, yeah. Or might be oh, a nine. Wait, yeah. hold on. You, you see that whole the uh, striker quality has dropped figure. I can I just test that a little bit. So what are we basically whatever you on? say, I'm right. Nah, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because not not everything else is equal, right? So for example, are we just saying players are scoring less goals? Are we saying there's less top strikers around? Because I think there's there's so many factors that go into that. Defending has defending got better. Okay, so. I, w- I would say my, my factors are, right? Because we don't play two up top now, yeah. the the number of strikers that we have has yeah. diminished because a lot of teams play with one striker and then you've got like floating tens and stuff like that. So where back in the day, you'd have like your natural wingers, they'd float, they'd put crosses in for your two strikers. That doesn't really happen anymore. So there's a, I guess a lack of number nine. So in- you're saying this is just an England thing? No, this is, I think this is a, like a, a worldwide thing. So there's a lack of number nines just in, in general, right? And I think because of the lack of number nines, I think the quality of them has has diminished like massively over the years. Like if you look at the strikers we had like from let's say 96 yeah. to 2000 and no, not even 2000, say like 20, say like 2015, let's be generous. Yeah. I think the quality the quality gap is is ridiculous. Like there's there's no way Solanke, Watkins, Wilson could get a sniff near Alan Shearer, Robbie Fowler, Les Ferdinand, Ian Wright. But I think uh, I hear you said about I always think two things. One, still sharp and steel, right? So if those are the guys that you're in the game with, so I think just by the law of probability, some of those guys. They get better. They put better numbers because people are are pushing them. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Some people stay where they are. They're just not good enough. But I do think that it's just too easy to be like, oh, there was best strikers there score better goals. There's less strikers now, so it's not as good, number one. I also think that the goals are spread out as well. So you're right. There's less number nines. But wingers weren't putting out the numbers wingers are putting up today. Yeah, yeah, no. That's the good. That's because the... The dynamics of football have changed. Like the, the goals are spread. Yeah, I think that, 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 the whole styles are playing. Yeah, but I think that's a detriment to the number, the number, like the general 
Yeah. Number nine. Okay. Mm. I don't know. I'm the... Yeah, on paper, yes, you can look at those group of players and say, yes, we had this group of bad boy strikers. Mm. And then now we might struggle to, to name strikers that as a group are as good as them. But if we had to just pick people who score goals, I think we could pick a, a decent group of players that still score goals. Who? Pick three. Three. Without naming... Haaland. No, but you can't say that. Without naming Haaland. Why? Um, Haaland is on Alessandro. Haaland and Kane. Bro. Right now. But that's not fair. No, but, no, that, but that's just the reality. Take that's, them that's, two yeah, out. Yeah, that's the reality of it. Because you're going to say them two. So no, I was going to say them two. Salah. Yeah, so name three. Salah's not a striker. That's not no, a striker. I, I, no, no, no. This is what I said. I said, if you just take people, anyone who scores goals, that's what I said. No, but I, I hear that, but we're talking about the winners. But that's still not fair. It's not fair. He's not a striker. He's not playing through the middle. He's not the number nine. No, but I guess my point is, before we relied largely on strikers to score goals. Like, if you were elsewhere in the team... I wouldn't expect you to say Lampard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to counter that, I would say, like, go back, I keep saying, he go back 20, 25 years. <laughs> you could go to each nation mm. and get at least three, four bad boy strikers. Yeah. Where now... Yeah, wait. Yeah, mm-hmm. proper, 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 proper language. Yeah. It's them to score goals. But back in the day, you weren't dissing or casting the midfielder because he didn't score enough goals, right? They talked about their passing, etc. It's only because of people like Lamps and all these that came, midfielder scoring goals. No, but I feel like Lampard and that was like exceptional in that field, like just in that field though. True, they were. But that's what that, the area where we started judging everybody apart from the defenders, on how many goals they scored. I think it was Ronaldo, Cristiano. You think it was Cristiano? That's what I, I think he... He, st- he started, started blowing the line. Yeah, yeah, he started blowing the line. Of, he goes to see of a winger. Wing. Yeah. So, every, uh, yeah. so everyone worked for the striker to score goals, right? Get yeah. your cross in. All of that stuff. Now, it's that, but you have to score. If you're, if you're a wide forward, people even... Um, Cussing Declan Rice that he didn't score enough goals. Goals, no, not part of his thing. Yeah, no, so but I, I'm, he's the point I'm trying to make. There, I, I don't. I could check now, yeah. but I don't. I, off the top of my head, I don't remember Hazard having a crazy goal scoring season. No, nah, nineteen, I think, was the most he scored in the league. Was the most, yeah. And that was probably just what, like, what was the others? Was it? It wasn't round that either. But he's assist that's with mad as well. Assist yeah. that, yeah. yeah. but he's regarded as one of the best. Greats. Yeah. One of Just because of what he was doing, yeah, in, but he in don't game. have to score like Salah. No, but you prove my point. Like, I don't know. I just think I just think it's easy. Yeah. So so Hazard, the most he got in a season here was sixteen goals, but he got fifteen assists that season. <laughs> but you expect the assists? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah, yeah. The but goals now, is extra. But now, if you're playing those positions and you don't score, Saka could get twenty assists this season. If it doesn't score enough goals, people are going to talk. Yeah, but that's, score, yeah but that's due to the evolution of, of football. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Martinelli could get 20 assists a season. If he doesn't score <coughs> enough goals, people are going to talk. Do you know what I mean? But it's because but it's because of how Arteta sets up his team to put them in positions to score. No? Yes? No, I think the expectation is there. So it's Any just other you're a winger, team, we expect you to, you to get yeah. 10 yeah. to 20 yeah, goals. Yeah, regardless of who now. you play for, if you're in that front three... Bruv. You've got a bag you, yeah. just because and, we've seen and it's it. Nuts. And now even yeah. it's now transferring backwards. Odegaard has to score a certain amount of goals. Like 
they're expecting KDB to score a set amount of goals. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 just the way the game has changed. That's what I'm saying. Now, if we're gonna really check it, the way I would compare it is say, right, who was scoring the goals? Even if we take that position, if we go back then, mm. it was striker scoring all the goals. Yeah. yeah. Who's scoring all the goals now? And has the level gone up or down? That's how I would personally do it. The level's gone down. You still think the level's gone down? Definitely gone you down. You think we're scoring less goals Just now? Just like what Keith said, we can go for every nation and we yeah. can name some serious, serious... Sco- goal scorers or strikers? Strikers? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, but if we take away the position... But, but, but even, I'd, I'd say that eliminate strikers. I think yeah. it goes down to players. Yeah. Players like, as well, back in the day. Yeah, I we're not... Like, yeah. like, if you said to... I think we've got I, less if personalities. I, yeah. But we've, I, I we've, think if I ask T now, name me the top five Italian players. Mm, no. 15 years ago, um, re- reel them off. Yeah. Same with Brazil. Reel them off. You can't do that. Italy you can't, can't do it. Like, you, got you, you, you see what I mean? Donnarumma. What's his name? That's his name. Not even Chiesa. Not even start with Chiesa. Yeah, but if Chiesa, like, a bad man. Like, he, he was just, before he got injured. He was. He, just, he, was, he, he was. just a player, I'm, isn't I'm put, look, yeah. look at the name. Donnarumma. Goalkeeper. Yeah, but you pick someone that's not really in their cycle. All right, Germany. Germany. Um, say Musiala is their best player. Quick. And, and Sane. Quick. Musiala, Sane. Labry. Quick. Um, Kimmich. Kimmich is like, he's good, but yeah, he's like... struggling still. So. He's a G in that league. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, we've had conversations about the quality of football drop, and I think it has. Just like, we shouldn't be struggling to name top five players from each nation. That doesn't mean that the quality is dropped, I though. I think it does, man. Mm. And we've got access to everything. We should we we see what they're doing. I think that's a bad thing. Everywhere. I think that's a bad thing. You th- you think so? But back then we could watch two things: Premier League and it, uh, Italian football on Sunday. Yeah. Everything else, if you didn't see the Champions League, we had to see it later or read about it. But when you were seeing it, and you still knew those guys. You, you were seeing Batist. You are slapping the ball, Totti slapping yeah, you the ball. What was going on in Germany? Yeah. You didn't know what was going on in France. Yeah, but you knew what the, you knew of the players. No, not in Germany, but we knew Bayern were. Yeah, that's level. Like you knew yeah. you knew of the players that they that they had, and they were like when the international. I don't know. I think if we ask young, if we ask someone young younger, they could do five knew about players. Balak when he was at Leverkusen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's only because of the Champions League. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. They they they. This is why I think the players are better because they crossed over into the Champions League mm. and were beasts. Mm. I don't I think, think it's the average the same. level has gone up. Apart from Bayern, like, yeah, they're still the, doing their thing. But The bottom has gone up. Yes. And the top has Schalke gone down. Schalke used to be hard back in the day. Yeah, Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I just... Okay, okay. I think it's too uh, easy to, like... Okay, let's take out... I just think the playing field's got a little bit leveler. And we produce more... I don't want to call them robots, but you know what I mean? There's yeah, definitely we, less yeah, personalities last, in the game. Yeah, we said that last week. Did, if we really look There's back less personalities at, now. at the teams like Champions League, mm. just for example, yeah, the teams from each nation, like Portuguese teams, they were serious. Yeah, yeah Porto. Even Fica. Russian teams, Zenit. Yeah, yeah. Because that all the bloody Brazilians. Serious. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. were serious yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. in Ukraine. Doing the yeah. But I think if you, even if you look forward to the European Championships this, this summer, it's like, what players are you looking forward to seeing? Mbappe. The Euros. But, but Mbappe is like, Mbappe is the guy, in it? Like, yeah. we know, everyone yeah, knows that. Outside France, of that, England, it's just, what else? Yeah, it's just, 
Yeah, but they're the first yeah, thing is more about number three in the world or something. More, it's, it's more about who's going to stand out, who's going to be the breakthrough. Where before you just knew it was just going to be a shootout of like top quality players. You knew who you're going to see. It's going to be a good Zlatan, tournament. Well, but you, you say that, but, but if we look at who's won what, it's been largely the same kind of group of people. Because we say all these bad boy strikers and all of that stuff, but if we look at who's won what, we yeah, had one Euros, shock with, with Euros, Greece. Yeah. We had one shock with Greece. Yeah. yeah, yeah but and that, even that team wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, but, if you look at, but, no, but if you yeah, look at hard defence, get out of the wing. And but if you look at those fun. Spanish and German teams and the French teams that yeah. won stuff, yeah. the players were top quality Spain, players. Yeah, when they wasn't winning anything. <laughs> yes. Look at the Spain team when they wasn't yeah. Raul and them, man. Exactly. When they wasn't winning anything. That mm. team was Yeah, serious. but who was? It was Germany Portugal, or Brazil. When they with wasn't winning anything. With serious players. Portugal Rui only Costa won one thing, them. though. Just one. We can't say yeah. that like the other time they won stuff. They won one thing. Holland won. Look I'm, at that Dutch team. Look, look at that old Dutch team. I guess the point I'm making is, even with all of that, we can still probably count on this one hand, the people that have won the most stuff between them in the last 30 or 40 years. Even with all of that. So that hasn't really changed much, then, has it? Yeah, but I guess still think like even if England you, hasn't already figured out. Yeah, long. but even if you go back even to the England squad, yeah, if you look at the positionally, where we're not as blessed in the number nine position as what we used to be. But this or, team has or, done better than any of the England teams have done. I know, but I'm just saying. But I think <laughs> I think that's like a managerial thing. I don't think that's a player thing. Oh no, you can't be the goalpost now. No, of course, of course you can. <sighs> yeah, of course you can. Yeah, I would, I would, I would yeah. say that. Like, I, we, I feel, we haven't, that we haven't is got one the goalkeepers. Thing you can say if we had a better manager, we would have won. Yeah, something. we haven't got the goalkeepers Definitely. we used to have. We haven't got the centre backs. I'd say only the wingers, and that the, like the tens are the only players that could kind of compete with essentially the golden generation. Other than that, I think the whole quality just dipped. But this this goes back to that to the argument of. Um, the, the the type of footballer the, the type of football that's being coached into kids now mm. to I think it's created what we're seeing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a bit so it's a bit I don't know man. It's, it's, the levels it's dropped. Type, yeah, like the levels <laughs> drop definitely hundred percent the levels drop, but when you look back at just, like just n- the nations, the teams, like the actual countries' teams back in the day, and then you compare them to now. Well, look, who—they're not players. I think this is a generational thing. You know why? Because every every there's always cycles, right? And in the cycle, some countries are top, some are not. But if we brought if we brought kids in there today, or even people kids in their late teens, early twenties. They don't any different. I, I think they would be able to name certain players, et cetera, et cetera. Don't get me wrong. Like, my inclination is to be like that because obviously, R9, Ronaldinho, I'm not seeing anybody, Neymar, like all these people, I'm not seeing anybody now that is like them for me. But if I'm growing up now and I'm seeing Mbappe, I have to be fair, if you're growing up now, you'll have seen a bit of Neymar, you'll see, you know, Vinny. But do you know what I mean? It's just different people taking. On but that mantle. It's getting, it's proper like, I, I feel Just like flat. I'm one of them ones that's killing, we're killing the game. We're turning into athletes. Yeah, yeah, we this are. This is we athletics. Are. Yeah, yeah. That's stats, stats, stats. Because stats. even before the Ronaldinho and that, mm. it was Pele and them sort of, like those sort yeah. of teams. They can chat to each other mm. about balling out. Those Brazil teams can chat to each other. Now, can't talk like... And the thing is like, 
with Vinny, I don't know if you saw Vinny's performance yesterday against Girona. Vinny is cold, but the flair is is minimal, it's, isn't it's, it? It's, they're taking it out of him. Yeah, it's just like you're you can do you can dub the band on the line, get past a couple, the dribbles are nice, but there's no excitement in flair this, in, in this, it. Like, in this in 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 this football now, it's just it's pointless to do. It's what you're slowing everything down, yeah. isn't it? Doing but, those but things is slowing down. But seeing one of Brazil's top guys not being flair, mm. it's, just, it's a shame, isn't it? Because obviously we've grown up on it. So it's, I think it started with Kaka. That was the first Brazilian play, player where people said, "Nah, he plays like a European player." <laughs> yeah, mm. that's Brazilian because he wasn't about tricks and flair. He was effective. He was fast. Yeah. His passing was sick. Yeah. Shoot, it was sick. He had the game IQ, etc. I always remember that conversation from thinking. Like, look, don't get me wrong. I, I agree with the the individualism and the personality has gone out of the game. We're not going to send others last time, I don't think, because he'll be called arrogant. He won't make it. They won't even let him through. No. Like, he will say a couple of things in the dressing room and they'll, they'll, you know they'll what? get rid they of him. will get through, though. Because let's be honest. Because he's banging the goals. Yeah. If you do that, <sighs> there's nothing no one can tell you. There's nothing a manager will tell you. Or a manager can do if you're doing the business on the pitch. But I guess the, I guess the, what I mean is that just people like. But his personality, not just what he said. Certain I mean, managers won't have him. Well, like he'll still be in the top. He will be somewhere. Well, sorry, it was less more about the stuff he said. But even like you could see there's Latin in him in some of the things he did on the pitch. There's that. There's one goal he scored for Ajax here. He's chopped about five yeah. men. He could have shot and scored after the second one. Yeah. But yeah. even that to do that. That guy doing that in the... Because if he's doing that in the, the IXP team, he's done it better times. Yeah. You know what? It's just stuff like that. I just think... Oh, every coach would cuss that player. Yeah. After. The best. So, so yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, the standard of... Yeah, it's interesting. And it's almost coming back a little bit now. A little bit. Like, a team like City buying a player like Haaland. You've obviously got Osimhen now. You've got Vlaovic. It's almost like number nine is almost... It's almost coming back everywhere but Arsenal. But I feel like it's... <laughs> it, no, but you know what I mean? Like, mm. if you go to Arteta now and said, you could have a man that just scores goals, but he's not going to do anything else. He's not taking him. No, I'm sorry. I need him to do this. I need, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's why people were surprised Pep bought Haaland. But he does do link-up and all of that. But I, it's maybe, I think it's going... I don't know if it's going to go full circle, but it's going back now. It's going back. And I remember... Just, well, I'll say, what, what's strange is that considering teams play with one number nine... Yeah. How much work they want that number nine to do? Yeah, yeah. Where you know, like back in the day, you played with two, like one would drop off, so like Heskey would drop off, uh, mm-hmm. Owen, etc. It's weird that you have a number nine and you don't just feed him, like if they, if that's, that's what they did to yeah. put the ball in the back of the net. But it goes back to Ross Play like that though, two up top. O- occasionally, so they've been playing with Morpe and um, and Tony. Tony. Have you seen the way they they run? Like it's yeah. not a last man business. Yeah. No, it's, but this is what I'm saying. I feel like. That's just regardless now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't play anywhere on that pitch without you have to. <laughs> you gotta work, work like yeah. a dog. I think it goes back to the point you made because then you know defenders got better as well. That was the thing. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think back in the day, the front players were probably the ones that were athletic and quick and that. And some of the defenders, you know, they were in the best of shapes. Yeah, and that's where the dark arts and all that came in. So as that level, as that leveled out, you know, it it, it kind of went that way. But yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. I do think. And you've heard Scaloni, the Argentinian coach, come out and talk about it. Mm. You know, kids, even kids now, they got so much instruction. He talked about his kids in Spain yeah. and all of that. Um, but yeah, going back to what you said, 
Solanke should be in the conversation for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, he, that's how we start. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> but, my, but my thing is... So, wait, so who? Who are you bringing? So, no, no, he said should Solanke be in the conversation. Oh, okay. yeah. Who are you bringing? What, to, to yeah. the Euros? What, if you got three or... Because he knew he would take three, three in it. Three, yeah. Um, I'm Kane, taking Harry. Yeah. Tony. Hmm. Can I take a winger? It has to be a striker. No, a striker. <laughs> striker. Uh, today, today, today. You got Oli, Solanke, Callum. It's got to be Watkins. Um, I think if Solanke carries on like this. Or Solanke. I'm taking, I'm taking Watkins. I'm taking Watkins. But even between now and then, I think Solanke should have a chance in the squad. Be a right. That's what, he's like, never going to get a chance in the squad. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's never going to get a chance in the squad. He played, he played once before. Yeah, he's played once before. Well, but just getting picked. Tony didn't get a chance in this one. No, I, and I think that was because of other things. And I, I, every time I say someone should be looked at for England, I'm not even saying that the guy should get picked and start. Right. But yeah. a big part of the England thing is getting picked for the squad, going and training. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, in the bigger squads before the Euros, I think you should get looking. And I he think they should be, be rewarding. Squad. Yeah, they should reward. There's only one more squad before you have to pick. Anyway. Be there you go. Them, and I think yeah. they should reward. You're playing well. It's almost a character dangle in my in my eyes. And you see other countries do it. My team used to do that for Italy. You, you play well for a bit. Come, come to this. This is where you could be. Yeah. This is what you could be doing. Do you know what I mean? He called up. They make fun of him, but he would argue it worked because by the time he got to the Euros, Found a job. he had he had so many. Do you know what I mean? He had gone for so many players, etc. So yeah, interesting. But we know Gareth State. He's got his favorites, and Rashford is clearly one of them. <laughs> um, so that's not going to happen. So moving along now. West Ham zero, Arsenal six. Now, were you ball boy today or something? Or are you just wearing that by chance? I'm just part of the oh, squad, okay. innit? I'm, I'm just, feel it. I'm just gonna get this in because obviously West Ham had a few games lately where they won a few, you know, they won a few games, people scoring. And people wanted to remind me what I said about David Moore. Mm, now they want him out, innit? So now <laughs> I just wanna know. That on the same way, a couple of one or two good games made me wrong. Do these two games conceding nine game nine goals in two games or whatever it is? Does does it make me right? Because conceding six goals at home is crazy. Four in the first half is crazy. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I think it was a this this is a I don't want to call it a beat. This is a beating that has been threatened for a while. I think. For a while, the last game against them uh, was was a painful one for the players. And obviously, last season that was where people thought the title challenge started to to apple crumble. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's become a little bit of a thing with West Ham games at Arsenal. And today turned up clinical, um, super good result. Scored from two set pieces. This set piece thing we've also this season. Twenty set piece coach. Yeah, I know. Job, hey, doing, ever, job. You know those memes on Instagram where you have to go talk to a boss to get a pay rise. Listen, you got, you got, he's <laughs> definitely getting a pay rise. <laughs> you, got, you got to justify your pay rise. He can be like, listen, he definitely needs a pay rise. Most set piece. Did, goals did you get him in, in the summer? Like, is he, is he new, new, or I think he's new, new. I think it's summer. Yeah, I think it's summer. Yeah, because we we had a chat about this, didn't it? Like, just in terms of. Do you see the benefits of definitely getting those kind of yeah, people him, into your definitely. club? And and you can see it, man. Like it's just there it was like I think it was before you scored the first goal, you had a corner and there was just like 
five, four or five men just huddled on like the six yard box, like in mm. a weird position. Like you think, what are you doing? But obviously, they worked on it, and I'm I'm assure, I'm assuming they adapt it. No, he's been since 2021. Team on, team on team. I was going to say, a, I'm he, sure I've seen him. He's his been face, since 2021. But... He came from City. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He came from City. He, he's, he's the one that's always in the technical area, isn't it? That's yeah. why I probably were seeing him way more. No, now. no, no. He's not. You're thinking of... Um, Who? Carlos. No, I've forgotten his name. Uh, the English guy that I'll tell. The physio? No, there's another guy. The um, guy with the glasses? I want to say Steve Round, but I don't think that's his name. No, not Steve Round. Not one of the old school guys. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's working out for you. And yeah, you lot were good today, man. Like, I, to be honest, I didn't think West Ham would, would trouble you. You didn't? You didn't? Nah. Really? I only thought that, only did that because of the game they lost the other day. Otherwise, I thought, look, if we don't go there and pattern up Kudus and all these guys, Bowen, I wasn't taking it for granted, bro. It was just that defeat recently that made me think, hmm. Now, do you know what? I thought we was going to win. Yeah, I thought we was going to win, but not like this. And I thought we would... I don't... I didn't think they would be... That a, bad. A great West... Like, the, a good, good team today because Paqueta weren't there. Yeah, yeah. The When I saw Paqueta weren't there, I thought, yeah, they're not... I don't think nothing's really going to happen unless they do a mad break and then something happens like that. I didn't think they, nothing was going to happen, but I feel like we've Keep shut down... We've shut out a lot of teams recently. Like, hardly any shots on goal, hardly any shots on target. It's been it's been very good defensively. We look very very solid. No, nah, we. I'm just looking. I saw some stats this morning that were very, very interesting. I talked to your point. Just need to find them. But basically, on a lot of those bits you talk about, we're we're number one um, defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shots on on goal, etc. Before today's game, um, yeah, I think today's result is kind of one of those like those humps you got to get over. So like the Man City hump, mm. got over that. Like you've you've had a fairly good record against West Ham of late, anyway. But obviously there was that blip last season, yeah. and it's like, can you get over those? Um, I think the same happened with Liverpool. It's like those games that you wouldn't necessarily kind of win all the time or get points from. You're starting to get those points. I did, I, and I think that's what... I think that's the difference kind of between now and last season. And I know like Daz has complained about the style <laughs> of football, etc. Like I don't think he can complain now. I think you've just kind of got into like a good rhythm of how you want to play and how you're playing. And yeah, it's I still think we can be more clinical up front. I think there's still a little bit of there's a little bit to go, attacking wise. And it sounds funny saying that after today, but if you take away our set piece goals, if you look at recent games, there are even even Liverpool, the goal Saka scored is a is a perfect little like little uh, microcosm of our season, did it? The guy who goes through first should slot. Cavett should should he slot. should score? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's that's just kind of our season, but. To your point, look, yeah, before today's game, goals conceded 22, lowest in the league. Expected goals against, uh, which is a start I hate, but 17.84, lowest in the league. Most clean sheets in the league, eight clean sheets. Uh, second lowest shots faced and lowest uh, shots on target faced as well. So we see what's kind of, I think these recent, recent games, we kind of see what Arteta 
wanted from the start of the season. Mm. Total control. Yeah. Give the opposition nothing. No shots on goal. No nothing. Like you just get nothing from us, kind of thing. Um, and I feel like if since the little break that we've had, and it's coming up to the business end of the season, if we keep this form going, you never know, mate. Might be coming home. <laughs> Do you think the Champions League might be a distraction for you guys? It might be a good distraction, though. We've got Porto. We should get past them. That yeah, gives us more idea. confidence. Um, so I, I don't see it as a distraction, you know, because we, we're not in any other cups. No FA yeah. Cup, no Carabao Cup. Well, that's over anyway, but I don't see it being a distraction. I see it being good. Especially for like Saka and Martinelli and those sort yeah, of players, I, I feel like it will be good. I feel like it's good. So Jay and I had a conversation earlier about the emotional aspect of of Arteta and what he kind of what's the word I'm looking for breeds into the team. Mm. Do you think that might have an effect at, at any point? Ah, I don't, I don't. Do you know? Like I said, like I've said, and I keep saying. We're an emotional team. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're an emotional team. We're a young team. We've got... The, 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 the manager, I feel like, is the perfect manager for this squad and the team as a whole. I feel like he... It's, it's like when I think about Emery, he just wasn't the right fit yeah. for this team because we're very reactionary, like the fans, everything like that. I feel like this is just how we are. Yeah. This is just how we are, isn't it? Yeah, that's just Arsenal. Yeah, and I feel like it's yeah, Arteta is just it's like he's like an extra player for them on the, on the, on the pitch. I feel like the players really do react to him. I think he'll also have learned. He'll have learned from last year as well. There'll be things man's learned from the running last year, etc. And I think it might do as well to not be the ones being chased. Um, obviously, you yeah. want to be at the top. That's where you want to be as long as you can. But um, it's a different type of pressure. So, so yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, it seemed like everyone got on the score sheet today. You know, Saliba, two goals from Saka, one of which was a penalty. Uh, Gabriel, Trossard scoring right, you know, right at the stroke of half. Yeah, two goals in the stroke of half time. Yeah. And then Declan Rice scored a, scored a lovely, lovely goal from the edge of the box, curling it into the opposite side of um, <laughs> no, he would never. Yeah, him, but like, I was thinking he's been, that if he's, 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 he's getting booed all that. game, like, and I still think him being booed is nonsense. Like, it's total yeah. nonsense. But you know, to just be because, fair, like, yeah. if if they if they weren't booing, I'd be like, cool. But I would have wheeled away, man. But do you know what? Yeah, trust. I I, I I heard someone saying it, and I kind of agreed because I was like you as well. I was like, come on, look what he's done for your club. But then I was like, during the game, mm. if they want to boo him, cool. Yeah. Put him off his game, innit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're back at home at your old club. I don't want you da, to da, do da, well. That we don't want you to have a good game. We rate you, we respect you, we love you as fans. Mm. Like, but we're gonna boo the shit out of you. Yeah. My bad. We're gonna boo you. Mm. After the game, we're gonna applaud you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you see that. Yeah, you see that. Yeah. yeah. There weren't many of them left to applaud him. There you go. They <laughs> to, left too to early. Sorry. <laughs> Have you seen the memes Sorry, of Odegaard with the camera? It's the, it's the fans leaving the stadium. Internet wastes no Nasty. time. Yeah, like, I know people pay their own money. They can do what they like. If they want to leave, they want to leave. And I, I just don't get. No, I think it was right. I think at the end of the game, show your love and respect. 
I remember going to the FA Cup final against Chelsea, and every time Cesc came over, came to take a corner, people were booing. I was mm. like, bro, this is Cesc. Are you not all right? Mm. And then the guy, yeah, people around were saying the same thing. He's like, no, right now, in he's this playing game, for Chelsea. Bro, he's Cesc, a Chelsea player. Yeah. After the game, he's Cesc, the legend, did it? And then we'll, whatever. Yeah. Ooh. But look, I think, I think it's just, it was fitting for him to score a goal like that against them because you know, he has to be one of the signs of the season. And people could say, oh yeah, for 100 million, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. But I would argue and say, you know, this is a guy that, that, you know, came from West Ham, come from a team where, let's be honest, the expectation to win was at a certain level. And he's come to Arsenal, it's made a big difference. Um, and he's, he's just calmly walked into the team and dealt with the step up. So for him to score that goal against West Ham today was was very fitting in my mind. Super fitting. It's like he's been there for years, isn't it? Right. Like I could if he stayed for many years, I could yeah. see him being a captain, in it? Like yeah, yeah, hundred guys like easily. Like hundred percent. He's of that that mold. I Definitely. mean, if he was around at the time, I would argue that he should have um he 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 would have been a big candidate for for the captaincy. Yeah. I was surprised Odegaard got it, to be honest. Mm. But, I, yeah. I was surprised until I found out he's captain of Norway as well. Yeah, yeah. And a so. few other things. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same kind of tactic, in it? You're young, want to build a team around you. There's no, there's nothing more we can say about how much we believe in you that make you captain, in it? Yeah, and, I, and, and his performances, even when he's not playing the greatest, he's always showing for the ball. He's always running down the opposition. He's always, everything is, he's leading by example. Yeah. So, I and he hasn't even had many bad games. To be fair, so. yeah, you don't see him shouting and ranting and raving and da 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 da. But by example, how he plays, can't say he's he's top notch. So yeah, fun, who was who was the kid that came off the bench today? No, no, I don't want to mess up the name. <laughs> how do you say your name, Jay? Who the kid that came off the bench? You guys. Ethan, yeah, Ethan. Yeah, Ethan came off the bench, and like I know there's been a bit of criticism. One Neri, just say one Neri. One Neri, yeah. Okay, so there's been a bit of a bit of criticism. Racist. Look at these two asking the Nigerian guy in the room. Look at you two. Don't want to get everyone in it. Don't want to. Fair, 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 fair. I let you lot off. A few men seem distracted. We're watching the Afcon final. Jim recorded. So yeah, there's been a bit of criticism of. Arteta not giving Arsenal youth much chance and like after the game he came out and said the senior players were saying oh get Ethan on get Ethan on really which is, yeah which is I'm not saying it's the reason why he got put on but it's interesting that he came out and, and yeah, said, said that, that kind of thing Granted, it was like 5-6 nil when he came on Arteta is a but... master manipulator <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs to do that nobody needs to do that yeah. and obviously he put him on that one time we haven't seen him we haven't seen him since <laughs> I've not seen him since. He's done that to secure him, innit? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Show him that there's a pathway there. So, look, as it stands, everything's kind of back to where it was. Um, with everyone sort of winning this week, this weekend. So, if I look at the table, Liverpool top. Oh, are they? When is City's game in hand? All right. Man City, so 52 points second week. with a game in hand. And then Arsenal uh, on 52 points in third. And then Spurs in fourth, five points behind uh, on 47 points. So, so I've got a question for Terrell. If you finish behind Liverpool, are you... 
Is it a bad season for Arsenal? <laughs> is it a bad season for Arsenal if, if you, you finish, finish behind, behind Liverpool? Liverpool? Yes. Okay. I just wanted it on record. Yes. <laughs> yes, it will be a bad season. But we're not going to finish behind Liverpool. Get yes. that on record. It's fine. It's there. We got, we got the tapes. <laughs> yeah. 14 games left. This is going to be interesting. I can... It's like it's going to be a, a triple threat match, isn't it? Wow. And that, <laughs> Listen. Clock going. It's good, it's good, though, because we haven't had something like this for, for a, while. a long time. And it would be really good if all three teams can... Goes down to the wire. Yeah, can like be in the race. Even if it's to the start of May, where there's something in it. Can I ask you honestly, yeah? Do you do, are you threatened in any way, shape, or form by Arsenal? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, fine. I just wanted to see if you like, no, gonna... like if you could look no, at the not one of those fans. No, yeah. just, like, if, if you look at I'm the table, you like gonna... you're you're two points two points behind us, isn't it? Yeah. I think I think you might have a slightly harder run in. I think you've got to go away to Man United, City, and Tottenham. So I'm not saying it puts us in a favour, but You've got like you've got a bit of a, a harder running, I would say. Um, don't everyone? Not I don't know about away or home or away, but don't everyone have to face them team? Yeah, but like going away is like slightly yeah, different yeah. in it. Yeah, like we've got to go away to Man United and Villa. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think this, like at what and Everton, like it's a derby game, but um, yeah, I think it'll be good if everyone kind of picks up points over the. Course, like if you dropped off, I'd, I'd be more than happy. I don't particularly see it ha- happening anytime soon. Maybe around important Champions League games when you might have to rest players, or you know, like I think we've the seen, rotation. yeah, I yeah. think we've seen with Pep in the Champions League where he's got in his head, and we don't know if Arteta will get in his head when he might have to make a big call in it because you might have a Champions League semi final, quarter final, and then a big away game. In the same week, how will he react to that? You even so, got games like today where Jorginho doesn't even touch pitch after doing what he did against Liverpool last week, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's all there to play for. All there to play for. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, nicely, Liverpool. Um, they they managed to come away with a with a three one one three one win. With a 3-1 win against Burnley. Nothing less than one expected. To be honest, I expected a bit more of a comprehensive result. But... Right, we, we were fortunate. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. To be honest. Um, they, they, they missed were, a few chances. They were in the game. Uh, Fafana missed two really good chances. Mm. Um, well, yeah, we like we even went one up slightly against the runner play. But it is what it is. Like That happens in football. They scored a... Equaliser just for half time, like from a corner, poor defending. Kelleher might have done a little bit better, but it is what it is. And then yeah, for Farnham is two good chances in the um in the second half. Kelleher with a good save and he put one wide. But uh Trent came off at half time because the yeah. reoccurrence of the injury he picked up in the FA Cup against Arsenal. Oh, okay. I wondered what was going on. And surprisingly, he put Curtis Jones right back. Oh. And he played he played really well. So Braun Elliott Elliot took over from Jones in midfield. Mm. 
And Elliot could have been man of the match for the second half performance he put in. Like, was creative. Quite buzzy. He got two assists. So, all good. Sony um, Burnley. Huh? Sony Burnley. Anyone could play right back. <laughs> Still got to beat what's in front of you, bro. <laughs> and, um, yeah, Endo was back. He was my man of the match, to be fair. And yeah, like... Endo, yeah? Like, we're just doing what what's the, what needs to be done, innit? Like, we're interesting, just, interesting. just ticking over and... Getting those, getting those results that you need to stay in contention for for winning for winning the league. Goals so, across the whole forward line. Yep. Nunes, yeah. Diaz, Nunes. Yeah, Nunes' header was really good actually. He was kind of behind him, arched it in. Yeah, that was a decent header actually. Yeah, so a decent header. Yeah, all, yeah. All the games, all the goals in the game were headers, bizarrely. So yeah, man. Like we just doing what we got to do. Um, I think Brentford half past twelve next Saturday is going to be. A test like away or home? I know away. So mm. we know Tony's on form. He's got like three and four games since he's been back. Yeah. We know it can be a bit tricky. Like Man City didn't find it easy there the other last week. I think if we come out of that unscathed, I think that will kind of kick us on and then yeah, hopefully put us in good stead for the cup final at the end of the month. So Mm, the yeah. clock, the clock uh, send off begins, right? You're gonna, yeah, no, you're gonna yeah, beat man. Chelsea and then just keep it moving. Yeah? Ho- hopefully, man. Like Hey, I'll be, I'll be really upset if we didn't win that cup <laughs> final, man. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I'd be, if Chelsea beat you that Chelsea cup final, Chelsea are gonna turn yeah. up. Oh, I'd, I'd be, gosh. I'd be so upset. Chelsea man. are gonna turn up. So upset. And you know why? It's mad as well. It's the only thing they've got this season. Chelsea yeah. are gonna turn like, up. Like those players are gonna be fired up after all the rubbish everyone's been talking. Yeah, they're gonna be fired up. Proper fired up. They are. But yeah, let's see, man. Like, I think even if Klopp leaves with one trophy, like, got fair enough. Is that, start, right? don't, don't start, Is that okay? Don't why would, why, would, why would it not be okay? Don't start. What, what do you want, trophy? What do you want, trophy? One prem. Aren't everyone you taking second and Carabao Cup? Is it not about trophy and Carabao Cup? Based off last season, yeah. You're taking it. Based off last season, yeah. It? No, based off his entire tenure. <laughs> no, but you, <laughs> you can't say like his tenure has been. Like, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? You, you can't. You should have for that. that. No, no, you should have fallen for that. No, no. I'm saying you can't say Klopp's tenure. Being poor. I didn't say that. No, no we no. didn't say poor. We didn't say poor. We didn't say poor. Said you poor. said poor. Yeah. No, because I, I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> like, we didn't I know you two, innit? I know you two, innit? Like, we got him. Was it a success? <laughs> so what what was it a success? Yeah, of course it is. Okay. Leave, leave with a, a Champions League, a Premier League. Mm. Losing out on the Premier League twice by a point. No, no, no. Don't, you don't have to bring up that. You got, he got, he got did didn't love that, You didn't, bruv. You didn't no, win it. About it's done. Oh, but you're talking about his tenure. It's cool. You're talking, and no. I'm saying... No, what right, he's but, won. But if you're looking at his tenure... What he's okay, won over okay. his career at Well, you can't just say what... You can't say, oh, how, how did his tenure been a success? And you say what he's won. You've got to look at the totality of it. So you've got to look at his, where, where we were when he came in. And where he's leaving us. When I do that, when I say that about Arteta and that, you lot don't want to take it. When I say I've never, I've never said I'm not. when I say he went toe to toe with the the best team in the world, no one wants to give me that when we weren't even touted as top four contenders. No, toe to toe is like coming one point. We did not, not losing, no, not, no. Not losing at the end we lost. Advice. Second place, best, <laughs> at second the end best we team. lost. Second, no, no, quite, like, best okay. team ever, right, basically. Right, like you done, you done well last season. But I was saying, if you look at Klopp's tenure from when he came in to where he's going to leave us and what he's done in between, like he got us to three Champions League finals. He was, sorry, yeah, three Champions League finals, won the, won the Premier League, won the FA Cup, won the League Cup, got to a Europa League final, um, and obviously we fell short, like, really close twice. So, yeah, his tenure has been a success. Right? 
Hmm. I, What's that? I like think ten years. How listen, long was nine years. Right, nine years. Gen- genuinely, like we, we, if we're gonna have an honest conversation about, so if you just take it as a job, yeah, he's done great. Right, as a job, he's done great. When, when it's time to start comparing him to other Premier League greats, he's not great. We're gonna have to have a conversation. He's not. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to have a conversation. I don't care what anyone says. He's not. <laughs> like even, even, even when you put all the qualitative stuff in. You're going to have to have the convo. And I hate this thing of, oh, look at the time that he was managing the Premier League. Bro, everyone had someone mad to manage against. When Mourinho was winning titles, what? Was was everyone else Bro, lying down? I'm telling you, listen. When, when Conte won his title, was everyone lying when down? When you talk about the greats, talk about Alex. Good old Alex. Bro, look at Mancini. Awesome. He won the league on goal difference. That's Jose. how hard it was. Mm. And Pep. That's it. Liverpool, they will go down with the Leicester and the Blackburn. And that is the truth. I don't care how good the football is. You can't, there's the, you never dominated with your best team. You didn't dominate the Prem. You didn't, you didn't win multiple league titles. You didn't break up the, the, the Pep and City juggernaut. You didn't do it. And the interesting thing is about that is I've got a Liverpool fan. Like, uh, yeah, same age as us. And he's of the same view as... He's not having it. He's not having it. He's like, look, yeah, thanks, mate, etc. But when we look back over the premiership, you wouldn't have put enough on the table to be in a conversation with certain men. Okay, so let's say, let's say we win the league this year. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that doesn't change anything? I think it changes a lot. I think it changes a lot. I think it changes a lot. Because the same argument, and it'll be so convenient. You know why? Because the same argument everyone's using to say, oh, that's why there's only one more league, will now become the argument as to why he should be great. Oh, he won two leagues whilst Pep was still around. <laughs> <laughs> it will, it will, all of a sudden, it will turn around. Mm. And I think it will make a big difference. And don't get me wrong, you know me. I I, I, I like to look at the, the things around the stats as well. But especially in the Prem, for, for better or for worse, we have seen people managers do a madness for a period of time. Yeah. Like, like, even winning the league three times, I think that's mad to me. You know, as a prem, as a manager, for Mourinho <coughs> to be able to say that, for Pep, for Fergie. Wenger, for Fergie, for all these men to but say, look, I've won it multiple times. Even, joke, even no, but we, we have to look at it because everyone loves to say, well, Liverpool fans, look at what we're going up against. Mm. Yeah. But when Wenger came in, look at what they were up against. Yeah. And he done some, he had some great seasons. Unforgettable seasons. Bro, legendary seasons. Bro, even the last... Um, Won multiple prems. Well, the Invincibles, there's that. There you go. Even the last, Fergie's last one. Bro, look at that. He won the prem. That was And I know you're not saying and that, that, but... And that's, and that's just, to, I'm, I'm saying, look at that, yeah. And then when... Um, Alex Ferguson rebranded the thing again. Mad team. Then Jose Mourinho came. Yeah, and then just said, no, nah, sorry. broke that up and ripped it away from and, and made it a Chelsea kind of mm. era and mm. a mad team and whatever. Then City came in and they had their couple prems, but then Pep came in and boom, yeah. this is our era. I'm saying with that team that you lot had, it was a great team, great football, but you didn't do anything to City. And that's, and, and that's why you can separate the two and say Klopp was <coughs> Klopp did a, a good a great job at Liverpool, 
But people are going to try and have this conversation about him in relation to the 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 Premier League. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I don't dispute that. Like, you can say you, you can say that Klopp is not a a, a a Premier League great manager. That's fine. But I think it's slightly... no, no. But sorry, kid, just you're the only one that is not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I think the con- the discourse out there is, I think, is up there. But I think it's very disingenuous to say, oh, he's a, a Ranieri and Dalglish level manager just because he's won one. No, because, I, I never said he, no, he's no, you, that you level. Said, you, no, said the I said the club <laughs> has to go down as in that in the, if there's brackets, you lot are going in the bracket of Leicester and, and Blackburn. Well, so, club as a manager so is not going so in the Dalglish bracket because despite the like the record, like points fall and all that kind of stuff. You can say, well, you're Did still. It? I think that's so disingenuous. Manager, I think that's disingenuous. So as a manager, I'm not putting him in in Ranieri and Aglish because yeah, there's other things around it. There is the Champions League, there's the FA Cups, there's stuff more than the league. But when we're talking about Premier League, the club has because you're all in the same bracket of winning one Premier League. There's no mm. other way we can cut it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a shame. Is that the way he wants to be sliced? Like, that's no, the way. but you can, two things can be true. Klopp was a great manager for Liverpool in that period, right? He did the things the other guys couldn't do. Well, Rafa won Champions League, but couldn't win the league. Mm. Rodgers didn't win anything. Um, well, didn't win the didn't win the Champions League or the league. So he's able to do that and make you lot back into top four regular. But I, I still that. think you can say, right, you guys fell short. But even though you fell short on two times, you done a madness that puts you above clubs like Blackburn and, and no. Leicester. How Why? did it put you above them? Why? How does it take... Because of what we done in that particular... Well, oh, we, see, listen, see. yeah. We were one game away from going invincible and getting 100 points. You can't just say, oh... Yeah, but you that, didn't. Oh, wait, okay, wait, wait, okay, 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 wait, 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 right, ain't Nottingham Forest, ain't Nottingham Forest above Arsenal when it comes to European football? Yeah. Okay, I'll, and I'll, Aston Villa. No, but I'm but saying, what's, what's the point but, and Aston Villa. Yeah. But I can say, oh, but we've been in the Champions League. Final. How, 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 we, like, were, we was in the Champions League final and we've been in it, the whole of Arsene Wenger's tenure, 20 years, we or whatever the does it mean thing was, thing. top four in Champions League. Every, does it mean a and, thing? And we, you, lot, it, you lot were in the championship and whatever, whatever, and you lot were nowhere to be seen. You lot ain't been back in Europe. We can say that. But we ain't won it. I but can't we say have thing not won anybody. it. Doesn't so you lot are just above us. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, but we but I'm saying we we've won the league and we like if we just Once, won the league we, and then like just them disappeared into obscurity, I'd be like, you know what? Cool. But it's not like we won the league and then no, we you won the league and you stayed and you and stayed weren't challenging and you st- again, like Yeah, no, but remember you are Liverpool. So yeah, remember you can say we weren't we weren't doing that. We weren't staying up there. Which is why Klopp has been a great manager for you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. But saying, when you look at the prem, yeah, overall, and you take a uh, an objective view. I know Liverpool yeah. fans ain't ain't happy about it. Like Man United, I know. Were, were, Man United I know were ten minutes happy. away from winning another league. They weren't. They lost it a goal difference. You, yeah. I've not had one All Man United fan. I've not had one Man United fan say to me. Well, yeah, look at that. But, but they won like 12. <laughs> exactly, so they don't need to talk about it. That's the point. There you go. Yeah, That's that the is point. the point. Because oh, yeah. you lot have won one. If we, you like to bring up the other, <laughs> the other seasons where you missed out on one point. Like, I, was, I was doing it before we won because there was a season on the rough where we won. We, we lost one game. Like I've been doing it for years, bro. I'm going to anything. No, I'm not going to lie. You see, as but, a neutral fan, yeah, I think the most painful one is that Rogers season when Gerald slipped. 
As a, yeah, that was as a loot to No fun. way! No, no, we lost it on the last day twice. No, yeah, that, last day twice. No, but, no, but like, you know what it was? You lot were, you lot were good by there. You lot were good and all that kind of stuff. Rogers, that Rogers team. Can yeah. I just say, yeah? You lot bled and sweated that season. Yeah, I think if we had won that league, we wouldn't have gone on an upward trajectory. I agree. I, f- I think not winning that league helped us. No, no, I agree. In a, in a weird way. I agree. But look at that team that season. Mm. Like, that team really dragged themselves yeah. to that position. And of all people, him. Nah, 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 nah. Wasn't meant to be. Nah, that was mad. I know that. So, you know what, Klopp? You know what, yeah? That, that game was the only game I missed or didn't see. I was on holiday and I couldn't find anywhere showing the game. <laughs> You would have ruined your holiday. I know when you saw the highlights, you felt sick. I was like, oh my day. You would have ruined your holiday. You would have ruined your holiday. You would have ruined your holiday. It's a shame. But yeah, man, triple threat, man. Vince McMahon overseeing things. Let's see, man. Well, there's not the kind of people we'll be mentioning in our podcast (laughs) in the current climate. Thank you very much. Two thousand Vince. Keith and Isaac. Have been trying to get us cancelled for the long Early, bro. Early. Last week it was. (laughs) This week is. Bloody hell. So you lot need to read the news more. <laughs> yeah, you need to read the news more. Look, I think it might be the it might be the it's Arsenal's job to make it to to kind of stay in the back and make it. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't, if you didn't know, Nigeria just Nigeria, scored. And uh, one nil to Nigeria. It was a fantastic head of the back. Good header. Post. Good header. Almost dropped my laptop. Cool, blimey. You catch that on the on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's up. It's, it's Arsenal's job to stay in it, make it a free horse race, and just add to the pressure. I've, add to I've, the pressure. Yeah, I've said. If City win that um, game in hand, yeah, and then it's Liverpool and Arsenal chasing City. When Man City are chasing, it doesn't feel like they're chasing. Everyone's just expecting them to get to where they're going to get to. But I think when if they're top and then it's Liverpool and Arsenal chasing, I think that would be even more. Yeah, two teams. Yeah, yeah what about one team? But having, knowing that two teams are on your yeah. on your tail going to be, I think intense. there's still going to be some some twists and turns to this. Oh, I, I think all three teams are going to drop Definitely. points at, at some 100%. point. It's just who they yeah. drop them to yeah. and when they drop them. Mate, so, I'm just I'm just looking at your fixtures now, mate. I think <laughs> got a mad little run here. It's not a mad little run, like, mate, don't, don't give me that. No, not not right now. But after I think it's the FA Cup, got a. Got a little run going on there. Forest think, away. You know what I always City say? at home. Everton away. Brighton at home. Why, bro? You know what it is as well? You know what I always say? It's always the people that are fighting for their lives that end of the season. That's where the three teams need to just be careful. Because in the past seasons, even though it hasn't mattered, that's where sometimes City have come a, li- a little bit unstuck. Yeah. Get a draw here. So they might not lose, but they get a draw here, whatever. Um... That's going to be, and I think this year it's going to be tight because that that Listen. that bottom. I think I think um, Sheffield United. I think they're gone, but the fight for the last two relegation places is going to keep in the next fourteen games. Is going to keep going up and down, up and down, and that's those are the banana skins there. Well, you say I'm sure Sheffield United the level points with Burnley now after their Listen, win, their win yesterday. Look, so look at look at Liverpool's last four games, please. <laughs> let, me look, let me look for them. By March, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting. By March, I think there'll be it it will be you lot would have slipped into third. So this is your last let me do your last uh seven games, yeah? Manchester United away, 
Crystal Palace at home. Yeah. Fulham away. Mm. West Ham away. Spurs at home. Villa away. And then Wolves at home. That is not nice. Spurs and Villa. Yeah, but yours is fighting for top four. But yours isn't like You know easy. about that fight for top four? That hunger. Like you got, you got Tottenham, Tottenham away, Bournemouth at home, What's that? Man United away, What's that? Everton. What's that? Your last, last five. Four. Who? Last five. Gone. Wolves away. Yeah. Tottenham away. Yeah. Bournemouth at home. Yeah. Man United away. Yep. Everton at home. That's not easy. Like, well, if it doesn't matter, well, if it doesn't matter what the fixtures look like I now. Feel like yours is a bit harder. It's about get, getting the points, isn't it? Like, let's Man just United see, are out of it. Forget Man United. We yeah. we might win the Carabao and then kick on. Like, never know. Well, I think the Carabao is going to be his parting gift, mate. If it is, that's, that's it, man. Like, winning trophies is what he's there for. I think that's his parting gift. I think that's his parting gift. All right. Let's have a quick look ahead. Um, in fact, actually, no, no. Just a quick one. We don't need to spend much time on this because I just think it's silly. But have you guys heard about the blue card they're bringing in? Nonsense. For the Simbins. I'm not interested. My, my thing is, it's like, how do you distinguish what becomes... Blue card, yellow card. Because they're going to make it for specific offences. So I think it, uh, which is where, I, for me, is where it was a bit nuts. Because what so I read I, was... So could I get Simbined three times in one game? I don't know what the limits are. So That's a good point. This, yeah, yeah, my, yeah, this yeah, is my yeah, thing, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Like, if I, 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 if I do something, if I do descent three times... I think it's a totting up process. So I think they're going to do like two blues <laughs> equals a yellow, then two yellows equals a red. And the reason why they're trying to do that is... They want to try and just separate some of these things. What I read, and I hope it's inaccurate, is that things like cynical fouls yeah. Could be will be blue. a blue. And that's not what should be happening. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, make cynical sense. foul. No, bro, you need to get a yellow or red for that. Yeah, standard. Descent, I think, cool. It's temporary. Go cool off, big man. And if you do that again, you're off or but it's I, a yellow. Okay, so what if the what if it's a goalkeeper? Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, what do you like, do then? He's trying to, he tried to argue a penalty decision or something. Yeah, that's you lot's fault then. So, what happens? Do I get to sub on a goalkeeper? No. Nope. No, Simbin. He's playing with 10 men for 10 minutes. And yeah, so yeah, I'm makes, telling makes no I'm sense. telling Ramsdale, shut up. Shut your mouth. We can't afford for you no, to get Simbin. This is what I'm saying. You're never, it's never gonna, if blue cards come in, it's never gonna, it's not gonna stop the. Descent and those sort of things. I don't think it's going to stop. Just like how we saw the automatic red card for just knocking the ball away or something. It hasn't stopped. Or oh, the yellow it. card, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like a second nature, like to yeah. just. Yeah. But this is. But this, I think over time that will that will that will. But uh, this seems like a rule for referee protection rather than the benefit of, of the game. Of the game. So you don't like see most it. most rules that come in benefit the game. Like I don't see this benefiting the game in any capacity. Mm. So you don't see any benefit to this. I think it works well. In the in grassroots, I think in grassroots where you've got a team. Yeah, I've been yeah. seen been many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, but not it's in the professional game. game. Yeah, but in the professional game, I I personally don't get it. I, I don't get. It. And to your point, there's a few details for me that would have to be ironed out. I don't think the blue card should be applicable to goalkeepers because if it is tactically, that's a nightmare. Um, how does a totting up work? Does a blue card? Can I get a blue card then two yellow cards before it becomes a red? <laughs> To your point, can I get three blue cards? Uh, and then, yeah. it, like, I, I don't yeah, know, I'm not ready yeah, to enough. I don't, yeah, I, don't I, don't, I don't think, so. and I think this is another one where they're looking at things like rugby, because in rugby, they have sim bins, don't they? Yeah. But well, yeah. the thing is, like, if you think descent is much of a problem, yeah. you say to the referees, any descent, straight it, yellow. It's a yellow card. Yeah, like, don't it. introduce something 
like put the onus on the referee to be stronger in their decision making. If you say F off ref or mm. blah blah block the ball for being kicked, something mm. like that, straight straight yellow. straight yellow. Everyone knows it from the off. That captains and managers meeting they have at the start of each mm. season. Tell them what it is. That's the only thing I don't like about football is sometimes to your point, they don't deal with the issue. They just culturally let things manifest. Yeah. If you read, if you, again, they look at other sports like rugby and all that, brother, the way they talk to referees is different, right? Mm. So if you really want to stamp it out, brother, let there be a couple of seasons where anything you say to the ref, say yellow. I'm telling you, give mm. it a couple of years, yeah, man, them will, oh, it's will relax. Just only the captain yeah. can go up to yeah. And if you come up to me, I don't care what you're saying. Saying so yellow, bang. Yellow. But we don't, they don't take that approach. I just feel like they don't follow through things properly. Yeah, everything's just like trying to appease the fans. Or look, we're doing something. No, do it properly. Yeah. Um, it's like they look; they want to be seen to be looking busy. Yeah, when it's not, it's not necessary, in it. Yeah, like, no, agreed. IFAB need to agreed, agreed. Themselves out. All right. Well, listen. Um, that's the end of this episode. As always, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and share. Um, all your feedback and interaction is much, much appreciated. Uh, I'm off to watch Nigeria deal with Ivory Coast. It's now 1-0 at half time. Uh, and I'll be back next week uh, gloating about our, our African victory. Cheers. Peace.